what is up and welcome back to the surviving the cancel podcast um so glad to have you back uh what i want to talk about today is the unemployment situation um because unemployment in my home state maryland which i don't live in maryland anymore but i'll be headed back there quite soon um just ended you know and i just wanted to give a little take on it in this episode because i don't publish on this podcast enough in my personal opinion you know there's a lot of people on social media that you know they make fun of people who've taken unemployment and you know who don't want to work and going back to go back to work in regular jobs and all sorts of things and you know it, it, i think whenever people jump on social media and post things like that it, it's indicative of their own personal insecurity you know something's happening beneath the surface that delivers to them pain about the situation that others don't have to work which you know i feel like a lot of people are resentful of the fact that other people can make money and enjoy their life um without doing anything because they hate what they do you know if you absolutely love your job you get paid to do it to be honest like if we could figure out a system where other people got paid to do nothing and i could just work and like just hypothetically what i you know contribute to the world the way that i want to and make money i wouldn't care one shred one bit you know the rest of the world would be socialist as hell and i could just work and do what i want to do and contribute to the way world the world world, the way that i want to like i would not mind so i feel like whenever people post things like that it's very indicative of something happening beneath the surface and uh but that's not the point of this episode the saddest part this is what i want to talk about the saddest part about the unemployment situation is that unemployment has now ended and it's not sad because it ended it's sad because for the first time in all of our lives you know, a lot of people weren't able to do things that they weren't able to do before. So people were getting paid thousands a month, multiple thousands a month, you know, to essentially do nothing. You know, and obviously people have bills and kids to feed, but there are a lot of people in younger age brackets that lived at home or lived with their parents or had, you know, uh, a dim amount of bills, you know, and they were doing just fine. And they also had a surplus, you know, added to that. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people did use their money in the way, in the ways that they wanted to, which was good. You know, a lot of people get, you know, surgeries done, teeth fixed, all types of things, you know, cars, like they, they did some pretty cool stuff. But there was also a, a section of people that just continued along life the same way, you know, that they had been continuing along before. Like, you know, there were a lot of people that supposedly had dreams and, and places that they wanted to go and you know, lives that they wanted to live, that they were now unable to live, but they just didn't do it. You know, when people were getting paid every month to do nothing, you know, it, it was honestly a prime time to, you know, if you wanted to build a business, build a business. It was a prime time to, if you wanted to travel the world, travel the world. You can literally off the paper that some people were getting and living with their parents, they could have traveled the whole world. You know, they could have visited L.A. They could have visited Miami. They could have visited Norway. They could have visited, you know, anywhere. Now, obviously, some country was shut down for a long time. But, you know, you could stack up and, you know, when pandemic's over, make moves with this this income that you were earning. You know, a lot of people could have done a lot of things. You know, their wildest dreams could have come true. You know, um, and, and, and whereas we typically use the you know the excuse that oh i can't because i'm working oh i can't because i have the money i don't have the money you know those excuses were 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 disintegrated to ash you know when the pandemic rolled around and everyone wasn't able to do everything 
you know, but we had a list of reasons why we couldn't do it even still. And it, 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 you know, the saddest part of it all is it goes to display that to display that a lot of the limitations that we apply to our life aren't resource based at all. For some people, they are sure, but a lot of the limitations that we apply to our lives are based off, you know, the mind. They're mental limitations. It's like that little post that you see on Instagram with an elephant with a stick in the ground. Um, when he's a kid, he can't move the stick. The stick is too strong. But when he grows up, you know, the stick's the same size, but he's not going to pull the stick because mentally he's defeated. Mentally, he don't think he can do it. And, um, you know, a lot of people with their time, they just, they, they really spent the surplus time that they have to, to, to be negative, to go on Twitter and, and talk and, and chat. You know, the thing that I, you know, think that is completely underrated, people think that a society, you know, where no one has to work and everyone is paid would be a great society, you know, but, you know, human beings need growth. And if they don't have growth and if they don't have a, a set trajectory, if they don't have a path, all they have is themselves and their silence. They'll, you know, and they're not well-rounded enough as a person, they'll devolve into self-destruction. And you can see, like, during times of the pandemic when no one was working, no one's doing nothing, Twitter went crazy. You know, we just instantly turned to negativity. We just instantly turned to chat. And we just instantly down to our spare time. And then we had it was all about, you know, down in other people. A lot of people developed great mental illness, you know, because they had spare time, because they had time to themselves and time to their thoughts. And it's like lifting up the, you know, the carpet in the living room. And it's all this trash and dirt under it that you didn't know before because your mind was on autopilot. And, you know, the topics that occupied your mind were pre-selected every single day, you know, because it was work and then it was sleep and it was work and it was sleep and lunch and work and sleep and lunch. It was, it was on a cycle. It was on a schedule. And a lot of people can't deviate. They don't have the soundness of mind to deviate from a schedule, to not have their mind be occupied or, or, or you know, um, you know, a lot of people, even, even a lot of entrepreneurs that are great, they say they have a, t- a tough time taking vacations. You know, a lot of people aren't very sound of mind. And, you know, if no one had anything to do, you know, I think a lot of people's first choice would be destruction. It's crazy how that works. But but I, I did want to just say in this episode, you know, it's the saddest thing that people in this world, they're, they're you know, the status quo, what people think, what the group thinks is acceptable. You know, the norms of society has, has the greatest stake in their actions. And everything that you dream, everything that you want to do always takes a back seat to what is public opinion. And it was displayed throughout the pandemic. And that's the saddest part about employment because that once in a lifetime opportunity of getting checks for nothing um, has now gone. And a lot of people, you know, missed the opportunity of a lifetime to live the life that they dreamed, to take the risks that they want. You know, these are young people I'm talking about. Uh, it, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Um. I do. I didn't want to touch on, you know, something else in this episode because a lot of like we think like so much, so highly of ourselves, but a lot of us are defined by other people. And one of the things that I've been seeing, you know, a lot lately is that oh, you know, women aren't logical and men are logical and this, that, and the third. Like it, 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 it further demonstrates how tribalism in public opinion um, dominates our, our our own thinking and our own our own perception. You know, because somebody's a part of your tribe, so much of the world is just tribalism. Because someone is part of your tribe, you assign greater qualities and greater favor to them. You know, and that's shown in this statement: all oh, men are logical and women are not, and this, that, and you know, if 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 men are so logical, then why are they the most populous prison demographic? Where, where's the logic there? If ninety percent of people in prison are men, where's the logic? What, what type of logic is that? 
if 90% of robberies and violent crimes and homicides are men, where's the logic? That's, that's completely illogical. Most gangbangers, most people in the streets doing bad things are men. Killing over something that they could just get from a business. And then they say, oh, I'm a product of my mind. Like, how, how, is, how is that logical? Can somebody let me know? All the world wars started by dudes fighting over what? Who even knows? Grass? Land? Uh, you know, a lot of times, probably nothing. You know, where, where's the logic in that? You know, 73% of people live check to check. A lot of them are men. Where's, where's, like, where, how is that logical? If most people in the world are broke, and most people think, okay, you know, working at a nine to five is all the rage until the day that I die, and I'll never get paid to be above the poverty line, but I do it anyway, going in debt with college. There are a lot of men that do that. And is there, is there logic in that? Most people do that. So, so where is this logic and rational and national that you're talking about? Where is it? It doesn't seem like it's there to me. You know what I'm saying? But because there are individuals within your group, because a select few people in this world are logical, regardless of demographic, that do great things, you feel like you, you, you're, you're a part of that accomplishment. You feel like you're, you're a part of that demographic and you should be assigned their brilliance. You should be assigned their rational. You should be assigned their logic. You know, there are women that go to the club every day and they are specifically looking for you. Truth be told. Now, I don't know if they're actually looking for you now. Come on. I'm, you know, it's, it's hyperbole. But a lot of women go to the club or a few women, maybe not a lot, maybe a few every week go to the club and they're looking for a guy. They're looking to go out and date somebody. They dressed up. They're the single friend. They want some company. You know, a lot of people are single and they don't want company. And that's fine. But there are a lot of people, you know, it's just a numbers game that are there because they want company. They want somebody to talk to them. And you can't even get off the wall and talk to them because, like, they, they don't kill. They don't bite. They don't do, like, but that's logical. You can't even figure out in the easiest, like, economy in the world how to be rich. In the easiest dating pool in the world, in the social pool in the world, how to get a girlfriend, and you're, you're, you're you know, what I'm saying you're, 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 you're blasting people, you're, you're bitter about it, you're, you're on the damn, you know, whatever on the YouTube, you know, in, in the comment sections, masturbate, like, you were having a complete meltdown. But men are logical. This is, this is what I don't understand, you know, and it just goes to show, man, it, it really is. It really comes down to tribalism, man. What is the status quo? Pre, I have a severe doubt in free will. What is the status quo defines a lot of people's opinions, a lot of people's perceptions in the course of a lot of people's lives? Free will is very scarce. Very few people will go against the grain. And this podcast is for people who are going to go against the grain. A lot of people are that elephant on the stick and they don't know it. You know, the currents that move us in, in, in ultra our paths and bring us one way or another. These 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 currents are 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 in like they're 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 surreptitious, they're stealthy. And they catch a lot of people and drag them into paths and directions and lifestyles that they don't agree with. You gotta break free of the status quo, you gotta stop following with what society thinks is right. You have to find your own principle. You got to find your internal compass. You know, 
it was a friend of mine I was just talking to. He's actually the co-host of this podcast. His name is Rashad. He said, um, he said he has his own internal life principles, right? And what he tries to do is in all situations, regardless of what the world around him says, he tries to follow his compass. He tries to follow his true north, right? And I was talking to him and I said, man, like, like it, it brings him trouble in some situations is what he was telling me because he'll try to go above and beyond in situations that don't require it. And it's an exhausting thing. And I understand it because I feel like I'm the same way. And I told him, man, like, that's one of the things that make you different than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're probably going to make some episodes. We'll hear from Rashad when I go home over the break for two weeks. But, uh, you know, brilliant guy. Uh, but he, he, you know, that's one of his qualities. You know, he, he has an internal compass. He's not defined by society. He's not defined by the status quo. He's defined by his own principle. And some of that may be derived from the status quo, but a lot of it isn't. And a lot of us have to f- configure our compass to what it is that we truly want, what it is that we truly desire, not what it is the world wants, not what it is the world compass is. What it, who are you? Amongst all the noise, who are you? And don't let that compass be swayed by the surreptitious undercurrents on the media and society that try to move you one way or another because it'll lead, I think, to a lot of unhappiness and a lot of self-destruction as you've seen throughout the pandemic. A lot of people who has been moved to unhappiness and self-destruction because the lives that they want were right in front of them and they didn't do anything to secure it. That's what's sad about the unemployment situation. But um, this was just kind of a little mini rant. I don't really have much else to say on this podcast today. I appreciate you all for listening. Uh, This is Dallas at Surviving the Cancel. And um, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. Also, uh, I still have the Surviving the Cancel Summit coming up. We're going to... I don't know when, but we're going to have registrations open pretty soon. I think. Pretty soon. Okay. So look forward to Surviving the Cancel Summit. I look forward to speaking to you and seeing you there. Peace out.